0: kingdom dude talk real men manly talk don't smirk at me <laughs>
1: i'm just glad you got through that one
0: uh-huh that one was a better one, one actually the awesome. first one was the best one <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> had a lot of humor in it uh-huh. oh my <laughs>
1: good morning welcome to dude talk <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what we're calling it now right.
0: so we got some uh We're going to jump into it and hopefully get through it. We uh, got some viewer feedback, got some questions you wanted to ask, and um, we're going to try to get through as many questions as we can, but I'll have you read it and then try to tell them what we're doing.
1: Yeah, before we jump into that, we just wanted to send a quick note to all of our viewers and (coughs) listeners. Um, We love getting your feedback. Um, Keep sending it. It's great. We will do our very best to get to as many of them as we can, but as we grow uh, in viewers and and mass media, um, we're... (laughs) Yeah. Mass media. That's right. Yeah. MK truth news. (laughs)
0: Um, We're not going to be able to get to all of them, but we're going to do our very best to get
1: to as many as we can.
0: And we may not get to them in a timely manner. So when we get this question, this will probably be a
1: couple weeks out, two
0: weeks out. Okay. Um, Question from a viewer. It
1: says theology question. I'll keep this short. The Bible tells us that we are to honor our father and our mother. How does someone honor their father or mother if said parent is either abusive or absent? As someone who didn't have the greatest dad growing up, this commandment has always confused me as how to do this. Thanks in advance. Keep up the great work, guys.
0: I know we've talked about this briefly, but it just hit me. And you mentioned it; uh, they can be present, but they may not be spiritual or following the lead of the, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Because if, you, then you just, if we're not following the lead of the Holy Spirit, then we're, we're following the lead of Satan to an extent because we're not getting his guidance and reassurance. And if you could fix that one thing, how that would change this country.
2: 100%. I believe this country is, was founded on godly principles. And you look at all the our, our founding documents. I mean, you know, our Constitution is ironclad. You know it it's been attacked for years and years and years, but they cannot find a way to break it and I believe it's because it was holy Spirit led words that was written on that paper and uh you're right I mean you we can fall apart if we're not being led by the spirit well and that and <clears throat>
0: excuse me, even if there's dad's bodies in the home, we'll say and they're not active. I sent a clip out yesterday, and you almost kind of knew it was coming with the um the alphabet soup adding the letter m to that oh boy and and the m me, uh, remind me if i'm incorrect it was minor attracted person
1: That's and they disgusting. have
0: they have their own flag now i just saw this it's there's a light blue line at the top and a light red line on the bottom and to it they would identify is that light blue line means they they are attracted to younger boys and the light pink line means they are attracted to younger girls and then it kind of goes dark red Dark yellow, light yellow, white to light yellow, dark yellow, dark blue, light blue. And this is no longer I mean, we used to call that pedophiles, but now it's a minor no, we attracted person. We didn't used nuts? to
2: call it pedophiles. They're still pedophiles. They're still, <clears throat> still sick in the brain. They need to be locked up. I don't I don't I don't care. <laughs> I love it's, the fire. It's uh it's disgusting to me, and I can't believe anybody would get behind this. And I've said this a lot here recently if you are behind a party that supports this, you cannot be a Christian. You cannot I be. agree. And if, if that offends you,
0: turn the show off. Well, you said it a couple of days in class was, it used to be policy, right? Mm-hmm. I remember growing up and, and their, in their wonderful state of West Virginia, we were the one of the bluest states for a long time until Bush, W, and we went red. And it was, but it was policy difference. My entire family was Democrats. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, around that beginning of two thousands, this whole state changed. Um, but it's 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 dads not standing up and using their authority or leading in their homes. Right. Even if you're there, you have to be the leader. Mm-hmm. Like you co lead with your wife. You could be
2: there physically, but you might not be there emotionally or spiritually. But yeah, uh, yeah let's let's dive into this question. Yeah, and uh, I think you said that this present was either or this parent was either absent or abusive. Mm-hmm. And how do we? Uh, how do you honor a parent that is like that well easiest answer is the Bible tells us to yeah God commands okay. us to uh, in my marriage class one time we were talking about love and respect and uh, the question was well how do you um, how do you respect your husband if he is me and all this stuff and all the time to me and stuff I was like listen it's not it's, it wouldn't be easy yeah I said but the Bible says you got to respect It doesn't say you respect him if you know. Uh, you you respect them and the husbands are to love, and uh, so it's God commands us to do it. And the commandment is from Exodus twenty twelve. Honor your father and mother, so that you may have long life in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. It was it was the only commandment with a promise, only one. to live with uh, live a long life on earth. And so one we dive into saying, Scripture says so. Now let's get to the natural sense of the thing. It'll be hard. Yeah. I'm thankful that I have uh, a mother and father that are still married and that they're great parents to me. My dad was my best man in my my wedding. So I'm I'm thankful for that. Mine too. Cool. But. uh, Cool story, bro. That's that's all I got. (laughs) We need you to talk more, Nick. Cool. And anyways. Nice. (laughs) Elaborate. No. Yes. So I've got uh, I've got a lot of notes on this, and Jared, you feel free to jump in too if anything lines up with what I said.
3: Well, well like just just from like the the Greek study of um, or the Hebrew study of, of honor, it's actually used thirty four times throughout the Old Testament, and in that same word is also glorify and honorable, mm-hmm. and those are each used fourteen times. Nice. And um, so if if you look at it, uh, honor. Is a state of mind, mm-hmm. not necessarily an action. So, I mean, it, obviously, if, if if your parent is being abusive, or you're in an in abusive, you need to seek help. Yeah. Um, if they're absent, you need to pray for them. Yeah. But I've got a couple examples we'll
2: we'll touch on here in a little bit as to yeah. where that. But that's good, and that really kind of ties into how how I was going to start this thing. <clears throat> Respect and honor—two words that came up in my mind. So honor when I looked it up definition, it refers to a higher respect and a great esteem, but also refers to a social standing or position of a person.
0: Yeah.
2: So when you look at it that way, um, God is God. He knows everything. He knows the beginning. He knows the end. So the word honor doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean you got to continue, um, Honoring in a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, there's many ways you can honor, but when you, when you look at it as a social standing or or position, uh, this person could honor his father as just that, okay, this is, that's my, that's my birth father. That's my real father. He gave me life on this earth. Mm -hmm. I want to honor him by saying that's who he is. Maybe even thank him for being part of that. But as far as respect, that is a feeling of deep admiration for someone Elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Yeah. So you can honor someone, and not really have to have respect for them because they you don't hold them in high esteem because of their actions in the past.
3: But you know, if you look back at that Exodus twenty twelve, um, and and take a look at at the commandment, it's the first commandment that actually has a promise ha- attached to it. Mm-hmm. If you do this, this will happen.
0: Yeah. Right. That one always stuck out to me. Um, but I would think you would want to find honor in the places that you can. Right? Sure. So it's where can you <clears throat> reflect Christ in a particular situation? You can pray for him. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness is first and foremost. like, And it's not forgiveness always for the person. It's forgiveness for you. So, again, right. you can give it to God. Now God can deal with it. Um, and and that's way easier said than done especially when that's a parent i mean i think at any point everyone can think about a time they've been disappointed by a parent i mean even if it's as selfish as you didn't get your way at one time and Mm -hmm. it's like okay why did they do that but if if they're a person of character um it's most times disciplines love Mm -hmm. um but some kids, and it sounds like in this situation, he wasn't even present enough to show love through discipline or to show love through anything.
2: Right. I, I think that's what this person could be dealing with the most. Like, he, he doesn't know how to. And I'm sorry she, he went through I, that. I don't, who, I don't know who it was, but... <clears throat> excuse me. Got a lot of phlegm this It's morning. annoying. Is it? Is it a lot of feedback? But going back to the forgiveness, uh, Matthew six fourteen. For if you forgive others their offenses, your Heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others... Your father will not forgive you of your offensive offenses. So, again, the Bible says we need to forgive. So this person looking at his earthly father, let's honor him by saying, okay, that is, that is my earthly father, but he wasn't a dad to me. Yeah. So I don't need to show him respect necessarily, but I am going to honor his position. Mark 11, 25, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven will also forgive you of wrongdoing. So, forgiveness is a big thing. That's what our cornerstone of our faith is. Yeah. If it wasn't for Jesus dying on the cross, we yeah. have no reason talking about anything because we'd have no hope. So, Jesus died on the, on the cross for all of our sin, not just our sins that we've already committed, but all sin forever. Yeah. Um, and He died for us. And you already said this, but forgiveness is easier said than done, but it is doable. I've known cases in my life where there's people that have bothered me growing up or Bother me in in my adult life. You can forgive someone, but you don't have to be friends with them. You don't have to have them in your life. Yeah, it's a it's an internal thing between you and God. God, help me to forgive and to let go of this thing. You know, there's one person I used to get like internally fired <laughs> up inside, but now when I when I release it to God, I see this person now and I'm like, okay, it's gone. So that's how you know it's gone.
3: So you start looking at different examples of where. Um, part of it, some of one of the examples that I, that I found is in the bible but the other is, is, is more of a tradition um that uh where the the dad the father wasn't necessarily an an honorable person from the natural but still the person honored them so my f- the first example i have is is really abraham so everyone knows that abraham's pretty much he's the he's the this the spiritual patriarch of, of Judaism, Christianity, and even Islam, mm-hmm. as well. So, like when it comes to holy individuals from a natural standpoint, he's he's one of the one of the top ones, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what tradition states in the Book of Joshua is Abraham spent, I think, thirty some years studying with Noah after the flood, and uh, when he came back to home. Uh, he, he, he found his dad had a built like a temple with idols that his dad had built throughout this temple and he went in and destroyed the uh, the idols Well, his dad ultimately turned him into Nimrod to <coughs> put him on trial and um, basically sentenced him to death in a fiery furnace well Abraham being right standing with God um spent three days in a fiery furnace walking around and uh, was released by Nimrod after he didn't die and uh, went back home and actually I think ultimately move, moved away but his dad ended up spending the rest of his life with him and he forgave him and still honored him even though in the, in a more egregious standpoint actually had idols, physical idols mm-hmm. that he was worshiping. And this is two generations, one generation from the flood. The other example is King David. Hmm. So you've got King David who, um, his father-in-law is King Saul. This is before he's King David. And um, Saul doesn't like him, trying to kill him constantly. Spent how many years in the wilderness running from Saul and Saul's men who's, who's trying to just literally kill him. Well, Saul dies in battle. There's a uh, a soldier brings back Saul's crown, and said that Saul was suffering, and I killed him. And David killed the the the, the messenger for because his anointed for touching God's anointed. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is the guy who's trying to kill David, and he still honored him. Yeah. He he, he separated himself from the from the situation. Right. But he still honored him. Yeah.
0: So it's it the thought when I hear that is that you control your controllables. All right. So what can you control in that particular relationship or situation? You can still show grace, you can still show mercy. And we're talking about things that are hard to forgive. I'll share this when I would I didn't plan on it, I just kinda like how that this developing conversations. Um I think I've shared with all of you guys that when I was I had a cousin who was killed by a drunk driver. And if I remember correctly, it was in the middle of the day. She was walking on the railroad tracks beside the road if I'm getting it if I'm remembering it correctly and this drunk driver goes off the road hits her she was 12 years old and years later because I never met her uh, the cousin I was asking my aunt she was taking me to church I'm like if you ever had a chance to find that guy or talk to that guy what would you do to him and I'm thinking oh here we go she's like um I pray for him because he still has a soul and I'm like whoa you're a better woman than I. Better, better person than advanced. I am. Yeah, and when that's always stuck with me ever since. It's like mm-hmm. so. Especially now that I have kids, I'm like, man, if anybody ever did that to my kids, they're better to be behind bars before I get to them. Mm-hmm. Like it's done. You, if you've taken my baby from me, I'm. I'm it's going to be hard for me not to end you. And she saw him as a child of God regardless of what he did to her child, he was still true, a same. son of God and he still has a soul and he still needs prayer. So you think about some of the things that are hard to forgive. That's a big one.
2: Yep. So just good segue back and back to forgiveness. You know, great points about honoring through the hard times. I mean, again, kind of goes along with the definition, honoring the position, honoring the stance, but distancing yourself from, from the person in relationship, but forgiveness you know, it, forgiveness isn't necessarily a dismissal of anything that you've experienced. Right. You're not throwing it away. You're not saying, I'm not gonna remember what you've done. It's not a dismissal of anything that you've experienced. But it require you requires you to relinquish your right to hold another person responsible. Yep. You're you are responsible for your own response. How are you gonna deal with this in, in the future? And so and this just hit me, it's not even my notes, but this person, if it's a father, or if or if it's a, a young man or a young woman, you're going to be a parent one day. You want to have these things squashed so that that generational curse doesn't yeah. follow follow you onto your children and to their children's children. Um, forgiving your father is not allowing him to get away with anything that he has done to you. It's it's done.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, if we if we pictured ourselves as all the things we've done, the sin in our life is done, and, and our Heavenly Father doesn't forget. You know, if we say, well, He's not going to forgive us, what's the point? Yep. So, like that woman said to him, he's, or to you about that young man, he's still a child of God. And we'll pray for him. So, now we go into praying for him. The Bible wasn't specific about how you honor someone or what it looks like. In praying for him, God will change your heart also. It will help you see him as a fleshly being that messed up just like we do all the time instead of looking through the lens of disappointment mm. because when you when you focus on all those times that he wasn't there things that he missed you're gonna let the devil just bring you down yeah you got to focus on the now forgive and, and again this is all so much easier said Oh, wait. To, to a microphone Yep. okay but we're just we're talking biblical principles here and if you really think about it, everything in the Bible is much easier read and said than done. It's a faith thing. What do you believe? Do you believe that you're forgiven? Then you must forgive. Otherwise, you're not forgiven.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you believe in prayer? Well, then you need to pray because it's going to edify yourself. It's going to help you heal while you're praying and forgiving that other person. So, kind of a little bit more of a, a personal story, less um,
3: less biblical or, or, or kind of story that you read you know the, the the commandment is to honor your fa- father and your and your mother mm-hmm. so what mo- most people don't know is my mom committed suicide when i was nine and there there's a lot of struggle that goes along with that it's like okay you chose to separate and not be a part of my life and my kid's life and my sister's life and, the, and her kid's life and um going back and even though that she's, she's, she's gone, I still have to honor her. Mm -hmm. I still have to respect her from as her position as, as one of my parents, because that's, that's a commandment. And even though the pain is there, the fact that she made the choice to not be a part of my life, Mm -hmm. I still have to honor
2: her. Let me ask you a question. Do your kids know about your mom? I mean, not necessarily what happened to her, but do they know about your mom as their grandma? They, they know a little bit about her, yeah. Well, th- what I was going to go with that is, is if you show them pictures and say, this is my mom, you honor her by saying, this is my mom, mm-hmm. this is my mother. Yep. Telling my, your kids who their grandmother is, but you definitely don't say, this is my mom, this is what she did, and that's how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. So you're honoring in that sense, even though you know the truth, you know the past, you know the hurt that you had. You're still honoring her by introducing her yep. to, to your children as your mother. So, and you're modeling and, the way that
0: they're <clears throat> going to be parents and grandparents one day. Right. right? Again, like you said, you got to break that mm-hmm. curse, that mm-hmm. chain somewhere. You know, the cycle, you got to stop it somewhere. And that's a hard thing to do, especially when maybe you have it. you've only had one parent that showed that example and the other one didn't or they hurt you and and again it's not trying to diminish anything you went through I'm I'm genuinely sorry Mm -hmm. um or especially if you're not being there and say that mom's not so great well dad's not defending you Mm -hmm. either that's Mm -hmm. another trait that you're not picking up Mm -hmm. but I'm the older I get I try to put myself in well there's there's two parties in this scenario this the kid went through this the dad who's abusive or not present is the, is over here, but what did he go through? Obviously he didn't break that cycle, oh, right? right? Mm-hmm. So even his past and experiences, maybe he had great parents, maybe he didn't, and it was something that was taught. So we have to allow the Holy Spirit to teach us to respond differently. And then as we have kids and families, we have to teach them to respond differently. So we just kind of reflect what the Holy Spirit teaches us into that guidance on our families.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: reflect and that's what we're supposed to do as Christians, reflect the image of God so I don't know if this father is even in this state or still around or if they bump into each other I don't know but when this person finally lets go and forgives and prays for this person this man then in doing so he's reflecting the image of Christ Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and could rub off on this absent father now they might not be able to build a relationship from all the, you know, the the rubble that was left behind, but it can change this guy's heart potentially yeah. and get him to serve the Lord. It opens
0: the, Lord. the door for the Holy Spirit to work, right? And if He works, then anything's possible.
2: So when you when you're talking about, uh, um, who do you look to, a uh, father, mother? If if neither one's, so my last last point is the easy Ain't answer. That's great how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, as Christians, we know that God is our Heavenly Father. Okay. Okay. Sandy. So. Andy. so uh,
0: <laughs> we all looked at you because, like, he would love this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can but say some something.
2: people But some people don't uh, yes. lean on that all the time. Yeah. So, in this situation, what we need to talk about is knowing the difference of honor and respect, knowing what the Bible tells us about honoring your father and mother. That's a commandment. Then we talk about how we need to forgive and we need to remember that we're not letting them get away with it necessarily we're gonna pray for that person but not lastly I have a last name my notes but first and foremost you need to take hold of God as your Heavenly Father mm-hmm. and he can also take place as your earthly father because you're on earth he's in heaven obviously but if you bring him down and you have a, a working relationship with him and lean on him as your Heavenly Father so we may not be able to see him face to face until we reach heaven but to know him is a, is a promise in scripture. And, you know, uh, just some, some interesting thoughts we, we talked about in, in the past couple of weeks, how, you know, Adam and Eve walked with God mm-hmm. and yet the enemy is still able to creep in. I mean, they, they saw God face to face and the enemy was still able to creep in and lie to him and stuff. Yep. So, that, I mean, a complete side note right there, derailment. But it's just interesting how these people were walking face to face with God and they still fall, fell. Fellowed, I kind of uh, like fall to better. That's yeah. That's, that's how you do a tree, right? You yeah, so you are not from Logan County? Yeah. <laughs> so, First John three one says, "See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God." And that is what we are. That's a great verse right there. First John three one. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. And with Jesus' sacrificial death, I am not going to read that yet. And with Jesus' sacrificial death, we have been put into the family of God. That's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> to the viewers at home, Jared and Nick like to send us texts through our group chat. No, I did No, you <laughs> calm down over there. That wasn't me. Don't get me. started now. Um, and it th- it does derail a little bit. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it's probably something weird. Let's right. read it. Sorry. So with Jesus... You mean to read it?
2: No. <laughs> Not out loud. <laughs> so with Jesus' sacrificial he death... He has to go potty. Yeah. <laughs> We have been put into the family of God. So we, we talk about this all the time in class. When when we accept Jesus into our hearts, we're already put into the family of God. We're we've been adopted, mm-hmm. and so now we have the same rights. We have the same roles. I mean, if you're if you were adopted into uh, a millionaire's uh, family and they took you in and loved you as your their real child, you were subject to that, that their home, their food, the money, all that kind of stuff. You're you're subject to the same. So now when we become children of God. We accept Jesus into our, our hearts. We have those rights too. Yeah. And so the last my my last point is Romans eight fifteen. The spirit you received does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba Father. And so Abba Father is just an intimate term to characterize our personal relationship with God. So Romans eighteen. So when we're we're, we're adopted so, and, into this family. Interesting thing about the word Abba is the only people that could actually use that
3: were ones that were either students um, or it, someone who's intimately uh, knew knew the person intimately, like knew them as a dad or or things like that. Like because a, a slave, a servant, could not say Abba. So the fact that we're able to say "Abba Father" right puts us in a different, different category. Right.
0: Yeah. I want to make sure we we get all the the stuff answered, and just, all these thoughts come from uh-huh. one little question. But it's you for, you honor by forgiveness. You one of the things that hit me is if if there is a relationship there still, um, don't engage into the negativity. So set the example. Right. Because not only. Maybe that father didn't have a good example and he became a product of the world. Um,
2: Recognize his inner goodwill.
0: Yeah. What is good? Mm-hmm. Compliment that. If it's, mm-hmm. it goes into a negative argument, just don't. Honor him by not engaging. Um, one, that kind of creates new boundaries and new, um, not non-negotiables to an extent, but new standards that people would have to, uh, or that he would have to ad- adjust to. And again, if you have kids or you don't, you are still setting that example for them when that comes up. Um, and thank him for things that may be good. I mean, even if it's one thing, hey, you took me to a ball game. Talk about that. Think, talk about the good stuff. And talk about Jesus. Shine Jesus. Let him know Jesus. I keep, mm-hmm. I, that's, a, that's his name. Just every time you say it, you want to say it again because everything he's done for us, especially, I mean, I think about everything he's done for me. If I can show people Jesus and they can serve him, um, he can change the hearts and mind of, he's their only He's their only chance mm-hmm. at, at, at happiness, true happiness on earth, and not just to change the home, but he can change our country, and he can change the direction of this world that's gone <clears throat> loony.
1: Yep. I think I've got a, a <clears throat> point in the future tense of this question um, in the realm of my own dad. He, um, grew up in a household that was afflicted with alcoholism mm-hmm. and a lot of times especially here and where, where we live at it's a repetitive generational curse almost um well my dad did this so i did that mm-hmm. and then the next guy says well my dad that and, that and it was it's just so on and so forth and <clears throat> growing up in that realm of alcoholism when he became a father he, he broke that generational curse, and he wasn't what was before him. Yeah. And I think to to this person's question, if and when you become a father, break, break that generational mm-hmm. curse, break that mold. And, and I'm sure it was hard. I'm sure it was hard for my dad because that's what he knew. Mm-hmm. That's what he was taught. <clears throat> and when it came time for him to be a dad, he's like, no. And he never was, and he and he's not to this very day.
0: So was he – you might have just answered this. Was he ever an alcoholic no. when you were a child? No. Um, I was always curious because I've seen it go both ways to parents who are, and they have kids. Uh, one will become one, one won't because, well, dad was. So dad was, so I become one, or dad was, and I won't become one. Yeah, he so was. So kind of curious, so he became – that's interesting. Yep.
2: To go along with that point there, Nick, it's important to – not pass on your offenses, yes, to your children. So not only are you breaking that gener- generational curse, so that you're not going to be the same father as your father, or his father was. You don't want to pass on the offense to your children, so that they're mad at what your dad did to you. Mm. You know, so now they're not honoring your grandfather father, or their grandfather. So break the curse. You live your life according to the, to the word in scripture. Yep. You teach your children how to love and respect and honor. But when they talk about maybe not in your case, but if the grandfather, your dad, is not there anymore, you know, not around, uh, who, where's, where's grandpa? You know, he he chose to do other things in life. You know, try to tell the truth in not a bashing way, in an offensive way, because that could pass an offense along. And, and
1: as Christians, we're not supposed to do that. Here. Now later in life, he he did. Uh, my grandfather gave up drinking mm-hmm. and they had a pretty good relationship well praise the lord yeah Yeah. but i mean your dad Um, easily could have very easily soured
2: your opinion of your grandpa yep and then by not doing so i presume you have a pretty decent relationship with your
1: grandpa now otherwise you could have not yeah you know what i mean so no i did um i think dad took the good qualities from his dad Mm -hmm. and, and and built on those um super i come from a family of super hard workers like I can remember my dad's parents like even as a little kid like we're talking like hardcore workers when they retired from real jobs they went and worked a farm until they were 80 just because they were we're bored let's go do this work that's exactly what it was and it it was super cool to see that aspect of it and dad never really got into that aspect of it until I became more of an adult and heard those stories Mm -hmm um i think it was then it was more of a teaching thing for my dad to me like hey maybe some of the stuff i've done um with let's say anger or something like that you can break that moving forward with your generation and then continue to eliminate the bad out of our line in, in a way i mean i
0: look back my dad never i don't know if he's still to this day and he's in his i think he's in his mid 60s 65 66 now i don't know if he's ever tasted alcohol I think he may have taken a uh, held some of his like took a drink, held it in his mouth at a wedding. As like like, like a toast and then spit it back <laughs> into his cup. Like never did. I know my grandpa did a little bit. Um, my grandma probably beat that out of him. She was a tough lady. Loved her to death. Bowl butter. Bowl butter. Uh, <laughs> but I look back and like all of my, most of my uncles were addicted to something, and. I'll never forget this. Um, probably the uncle that I was. It's going to sound weird saying this. The closest to, he was one of those. He was he was never mean, sober or drunk. He was just one of the nicest people you'd ever meet. Um, but it he would do that around these kids, mm-hmm. and I remember the weird memories you get. We had uh, my cousin was with us, and we had one of those. Uh, I think it was a Chevy Aluminum fan, the Spaceship Van, right? and we had to take him to our grandparents' house Well, the dad would get drunk and be on this bridge and you'd have to drive right by across this little creek and we had to put my cousin in the very back of that van and put like blankets and pillows on him so the dad wouldn't think that he was in the car just to get him to to Mm -hmm. my grandparents' house and I look back and it's like God sheltered me from that because I remember it when if I dwell on it I can remember those times but it's like it never really affected me like that. Mm-hmm. And it was, I have two of that set of uncles, or my dad and his one of his brothers didn't drink. One probably sent him to an early grave. And then on the other side of that, uh, they all were. Every one of them. And they were abusive. And it—it, it, it's one of those things that later on in life, you look back and you find out reasons like, one was abusive one was an alcoholic but before that he was a normal loving man who went to vietnam got exposed to some chemicals and came back completely different it's like wow everybody so he started out as an excellent person goes through some things not of his own will because he was fighting for our country and then he comes back and that's the only way he can cope with it and if you try to put yourself in that person's shoes everybody has an experience Mm -hmm. and not everybody has an experience with the Lord. And we should be thankful that we do because we have the Holy Spirit in us guiding us to a better way that allows us to touch our children uh, or to uh, mold our children into being followers of the Holy Spirit and followers of Jesus to where they can go out and proclaim Jesus and set examples. Uh, You shared a story the other day about, uh, you can pray right now, like, and it's like these kids—they they suck. They, they soak up so much information. We Gabe's homeschooled, and it, it, it's almost like he's sheltered. When he steps outside of other homeschooled kids and goes into the, the public realm, and some of these kids cuss, which blows my mind. I don't remember kids cussing when I was at <coughs> that age. Mm-hmm. It it Gabe shocked. It's almost like he shuts down and he wants to go pray with that person and start talking to him.
2: Let me let me in right ahead. there. Yep. They are doing it because they are hearing their parents do it. Mm, you
0: know, true.
2: They're, they're the parents are setting the example, and that's what it does. Everything that you do, these kids are seeing. Everything how you act, how you speak to others, how you speak at home, mm-hmm. they're mimicking what their parents do. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. Sorry, I want to interject too now. Yeah, interject. I, I,
1: I, the, the right along with cussing, uh, middle school coach, blah blah blah. We've been there, done it. Vaping. Wait, Mid- kids? Middle school vaping is like this major big deal. Like It's to the point that there's detectors in the bathrooms of our middle schools right here in our county that we live in. Oh, my gosh. And it is so frustrating. I'm like, A, how is a 12-year-old kid even getting these from
2: the parents?
0: Wait a minute. It's the, just- the parents
2: are buying them. They're vaping at home. Kids You're are grabbing don't, them. Don't you vape. You're vaping. Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't you cuss your cussing. Way to
0: give up all your authority. <laughs> yeah. So
1: so I've got these kids on my team that I'm trying my best to mold while I have them for 3 months, 4 months sometimes and then my mind's been blown this past season with this this is the first time I've dealt with this in all my years of coaching now.
0: It's so weird. Wait a minute. This says just like guns, it's a gun-free and a smoke-free place. Okay. Surely they're not. Oh yeah. Okay. Like smoke. It's paper. Just like Chicago. Ooh. That's how they get around it. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought you were joking. Nope. That's how they get around it. So we need a no-vape zone?
2: We just need to get back to paddling in the schools. And Jesus. And Jesus. Jesus. I had a principal, Mr. Nichols, God rest his soul. He he might have been eight foot tall or only five foot tall, but I remember him <laughs> being a big man when I was in first grade. Yeah. I got paddled all the time. I could see that. Guess what happened after that? Never, never misbehaved again in school. All, all first grade, I thought I could get away with it. but I got I got paddled probably six times in first grade.
0: Never One got time I was wearing biker shorts. Remember, oh. Do you remember
2: biker shorts? Mm-hmm. Those tight things that were cool back in the Bring back. late 80s? No, I'm not bringing those things back. <laughs>
0: if Andy, and if he let Andy let was
1: out. here, he has those. He's, he, he calls them ranger panties. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's, we let's circle
2: back to, to, <laughs> yeah. to closing this episode up. Yeah, uh,
0: so again, just show grace and forgiveness. Uh-huh. It's been extended to us. Um, don't judge the people. Don't judge anyone on a degree at all, but on a degree of a sin, because any sin separates us from the Lord, regardless if it's a small white lie to abortion, a sin is a sin. Mm -hmm. And if in order for us to continue to receive grace and forgiveness, we must show grace and forgiveness. And you may end up being that example that can help change your father. Mm -hmm. And just be obedient to the Holy Spirit, be respectful uh, in the areas that you can be and reflect Jesus
1: And if, let's say that person let's say that person doesn't change
0: Let, let's say it is continuing
1: that you you give your forgiveness for that person mm-hmm. and then you have
2: to move on right That does not reflect mm-hmm. your forgiveness not being uh, received received or or, or whatever
1: it's mm-hmm. still legitimate
2: you forgave. And it's, it's a lot of times the forgiveness is for yourself. Yeah. The other person might not receive it ever. Like, like Nick said, but it's for you. So you release it and you let it go. And if they continue to be a negative person in your life, you don't have to have them in your life.
0: Yeah. You've done your part. It's
2: all choice. It was their choice. It's now your choice. Choose to forgive. Choose to say this ends now. I'm not going to be this way to my kids with the help of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you move on. And you honor the position, but honor God and accept Him as your heavenly Father.
0: And your authority came from God the Father. To uh-huh. Own it, run with it, and allow the Holy he Spirit to literally guide made you us with it yep. in His image. All right, that's going to do us. Jared abandoned us just for the viewers at home. Uh, he's doing double duty today, so <laughs>
1: he's he's working while being here.
0: Andy wouldn't have left. <laughs>
1: Any would have left to use the bathroom.
0: Wow, well, we got through one in less than an hour and a half. That's pretty good.
2: <laughs> We're getting since, good since we have time, let's, let's close the prayer for this yeah. question. Yeah. All right.
0: We'll keep yeah. That's all, cause our headpiece is on. That's all right. I'm so. I'll be respectful to the Lord.
2: <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for uh, your forgiveness that you've shown shown to us, Father God. And we pray that as uh, as an example of you forgiving us of all of our sin, our our past, our present, our future sin. We pray, Lord, that we are able to forgive others as they've uh, done wrong to us, or uh, or whatever the, whatever the circumstance is. Father, I pray that uh, this uh, listener, um, I pray that we answered his question or her question the best of our ability, Father God. And we just pray that he leans or, or she I keep saying he uh, leans on your word and is able to um, forgive, to pray for this person, and to ultimately. Uh, accept you uh, as their father here on earth as as you are in heaven and father we just thank you and we love you and we praise you in jesus name amen amen
1: amen great episode again glad we're able to come and have this opportunity to to talk to our viewers each and every week and to uh, keep on proclaiming uh, what we stand for here at mountaineer kingdom do talk and that is uh, real man talking real manly stuff mm-hmm. biblically based mm-hmm. um great question very very good question um um so for the we got two options to my left here uh fire him <laughs> so for the yes man jared who's working upstairs at the moment for the on vacation okay andy uh for the coach ryan down there <laughs> that's new that's we're trying to get those worked he out. loves that he loves that I, I like it and of course the Thank host you. Mr. josh i am nick for mountaineer kingdom do talk real men manly talk can't do it i was gonna jump in with my mistake earlier <laughs> No. <laughs> we can, no there's no edits we'll do it live you, you forgot to like and subscribe
0: hey like subscribe share i'll do his yeah we're job. still live. the yeah, one yeah. job email us at mkdutalk we, we closed it out without you buddy
1: mkdutalk at gmail.com <laughs> mkdutalk.com
0: <laughs> com